0: Welcome to the Schooled Podcast, a podcast about Christian schooling. We believe that Christian schools are a
1: countercultural, revolutionary movement and a significant part of what God is doing in the world today.
0: Join us as we explore the Christian schooling movement, its origins, its purpose, and its future. Welcome back to
1: The School Podcast. Welcome back to The School Podcast. It's good to see you, Jamie. Yeah, it's good to be be here,
0: Josh. There's lots going on at the moment, isn't there?
1: There's lots going on. We're very busy. We're in the middle of uh, Term 3 and all the things that go along with that. Mm. And then all the, I mean, it's just odd with COVID and what that means for graduations and different things that are happening in the school. So we adapt. We've got to stay agile in this ever-changing environment.
0: Certainly do. And that's, um, I mean... Everyone's jobs have shifted, and everyone's day can shift again. And in the midst of that, there's still all the other things that we need to keep doing.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: So, 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 what, what have you been up to lately?
1: Okay, so uh, we've been going through a really interesting process for the last mm. several months, yep. but. It- Particularly over the last month, we've been on a search for a new head of senior school yeah. for our school. So it's, and it's someone actually to take my role. So it's something I've done for quite a number of years now, and it's a senior um, leadership role. And so we've been on a search yes. um, you know, across the region, across the country, across the world, really. Yeah. We've been um, on Zoom interviews and meeting lots of different people, trying to. Find the right person and find who God would have to Mm. lead our school in this next uh, season. And it's been a really, really rewarding, time-consuming, but really rewarding experience meeting um, so many educators from around the world.
0: Yeah, that must must be fascinating.
1: Yeah, it is. It is. But what's really interesting is, and we're just coming to the final stages of the process now, but what I've found really fascinating is... We have met some incredible people. People who, as as far as the the, the study that they've done, the work that they've done, mm. the experiences that they've had, but study and experiences and work. Uh, what, what's really stood out to me in this process uh, isn't all it takes mm. to be to be a leader and to be a leader in a Christian school. Yeah. And um, what has been solidified for me through this process is how much cultural alignment is needed in order to for, for someone to really be successful and, mm. and to thrive in a particular environment you know you can tick all the lists yeah. you can tick all the uh, the eight or um, attributes of a prime of a prime minister I was gonna say <laughs> <of a> principle <laughs> and, uh, the the principal standards yeah. and uh, and people can really fit the box and all that and they're all really important yeah but you can meet all of that but if there's not alignment of purpose and values and culture and faith mm. then then I don't see that that
0: can be successful yeah that's I mean that's huge have, have you found though like when you're doing that process are you sometimes wowed by the people with you know all the the accolades to their name
1: yeah I think so I, I mean that's that's a natural mm. um, thing for all of us and um, and and so we should mm. like there are some incredible um, people around I, d- I don't I don't ever I don't ever want to take away from mm. that
0: because i guess you're not looking for someone who's just a good leader like some of that like in terms of role like this, role like this you still need someone who is an excellent educational leader and who has studied and achieved well yeah as opposed to someone off the street who you just go oh i think you'd make a good leader you know like there's there's sort of both isn't
1: it there? it is not its both and i think we in christian schools could be at risk of sometimes creating a false dichotomy saying, yeah. well, what are we going to go for? We, do we need someone who's a strong educational leader or do mm. we need someone who's a strong faith and community yeah. leader? And the truth is we actually need both. Mm. And if we sacrifice the uh, someone with a strong faith, culture, community leader, if we sacrifice that as a value, then we get – maybe a great educational institution, but we lose our mission mm, and yeah. our focus. But th- that flips the other way too, that mm. if we get someone who's a strong cultural, spiritual leader, but not the educational leader, mm. then we lose something, I think, of our excellence and in that part of our mission yeah. to transform culture and society and the education system. Mm. So, uh, you know, we talk, we've talk. we talked before about that, proverb that says a man's gift will put him before kings. Yeah. And uh, when we're looking for leaders and people in our schools, we're looking for someone who's gifted, mm. uh, and not just well in- not just
0: well intended. Yes. So yeah, it's both. Like, probably like early days of Christian schooling. I guess looking at sort of something that was a bit apart from culture, uh, and I think probably in doing that, I mean Christian schools weren't always the most attractive place for people, you know, on a great career trajectory, you know, that sort of. Yeah, absolutely. And so, but now so Christian schools are both excellent in faith, but also in education. Yeah. And so it's not one or the other as much as trying to find someone who can do both really well, yeah. And and what that that's that's a great thing that mm. that
1: has happened. But the challenge it brings us as um, school leaders, and I would guess bringing through the next generation of leaders and teachers in our schools, is how to maintain mm. our and and push forward mm. our mission and vision. There was, uh, it was talks in the Old Testament with Israel said there came a generation. Mm. We should talk about this more in the future. There came a generation that forgot yes what Yahweh had done. And uh, we could in our schools, mm. unless and I, and we won't because we're being intentional, mm. and, and I believe. But there there would be a risk mm. that if we were not intentional about this, that there would come a generation Absolutely. of teachers and leaders in the school that
0: forgot mm. what God had done and why God had called us. And I think that's like it's not something that people do intentionally, but you know you can, you can see it in different parts of school life or. Countries or organisations where it's the the little things, just over time, you know. Well, I will. We don't have time for this now. We don't have time for that, and other things take precedence. Yeah. And next minute, you, you find oh, we're a great educational institute, but we haven't, you know, like we've lost our heart.
1: Yeah, and that, and again, I, I was reminded through this process after talking to lots of people you know when you talk about your cultures and values and and faith and Mm. beliefs as a school you you get people and this happens all the time you get people who say yeah that sounds great i I feel like i could support those values Mm. uh yeah that sounds great i feel like i could live with that Mm. and uh and that's that's how they talk about uh, potentially working in school. We're not really looking for someone who can live with our values Mm. necessarily. Um, I mean, it's a good start. Yeah. But especially with our leaders, uh, we want someone who can do more for for the sake of the the course. We we need someone who can do more than just support our values. Mm. I'm looking for someone who carries our values, who shares our Mm. values and can lead out of those same
0: values. Yeah, you don't need a maintainer. Or even someone who can toe the line. No, absolutely. In that, it's like that has to be someone who goes. Oh, I am so for this. Like my goal is to propel that vision forward. Mm. Uh, less, you know. Oh, I, I I agree. It's a nice idea. I think that that alignment is so important. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we even know so like, from being around here for a long time. We know that in ourselves, and and with different staff members who come and go. And we can see it. I know students can see whether someone is fully for a vision or, you know, I can I can sort of side side along that, you know. Yeah. Come alongside of that. So, yeah. it's it's of utmost importance. Yeah. I remember Graham Irwin talking about.
1: Um, remember the the three levels of mm. support of the uh, of the of the values yeah. and the mission of the school, and the first one was. You got them. Acceptance. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, acceptance, agreement, and alignment. Yeah.
1: And so ac- accepting accepting the values and missions of the school is the bare
0: minimum mm. of, of what we and, I mean, want in our team. That's often what we're just asking students to do sometimes. Yeah. You know, like, you just be respectful and accept that this is, when you come here, this is part of this is the This is the way things are yeah. at, at, our, at our school. This, yeah. is why, this is why we do what we do at mm, our yeah, school. Yeah, you're not being Bible-bashed. This is just, you know, yeah. like, this is how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So then, there's, so then there's accepting, yeah. uh, and then the next level up mm. from that would be um, when we would hope it would progress in this direction is that um, there would be agreement. Mm. So, yeah, I can accept the, the Christian doctrine of the school. I can accept your worldview. Mm. Then there's, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I, I would say that's where the majority of Christian yeah. teachers are at least yeah. um, that, that I know. They're in, they, they agree. They, yeah. they think this is right and it's good. It's good, yeah. And it's a good thing to be a part
0: of. It's interesting. You know how we have like our core beliefs, but then then there's sort of our public or private beliefs. Yeah. And uh, our convictions. And often we think that our core conviction might be something, but it's not often played out. So I think a lot of teachers would see themselves even more than, I'm, I'm more than just agreeing, agreeing with this. I'm aligned with this. Yeah. But then even the, the way that plays out, like I, I know students who would say, I agree with Christian morals, but I've had students who are atheists say that. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I, I agree that that's, that's good. Yeah. They won't align themselves to that. Yeah. But they'll go, I, I, I can see, you know, like, I agree, that's good. Yeah, totally. So, so alignment mm. is actually
1: a higher level mm. of unity. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and again, through this process that I've been a part of, It just stands out to me how much, particularly with leaders, and I would see every teacher in a Christian school as a leader, Mm. but especially with the higher-level leaders uh, in an organization, alignment of mission and vision, values and faith is absolutely imperative. Mm. Uh, Otherwise... Things are out of kilter. There's, yeah. there's, there's. There'll be, there'll be issues along the way, mm. and it's hard work. Yeah, I can, I can tell you. I'm. I feel so blessed to be working in a place where my faith and values align with the organisation yeah. I'm with. And but to lead in an organisation, I'm thinking from the other side to try and lead in an organisation where my faith and values oh, are not fully aligned. Like I, I can agree, but I'm not fully mm. aligned. There's
0: uh, that could be exhausting. Yeah, I think you can breed discontent or you you see people who can become quite jaded through that sort of process, you know, working for organisations that they really disagree with and after a while can, you know, it can, you know, almost breed like a, a mutineering spirit. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. So then do you think is that if we're just after people who are in alignment, is that just sort of legalistic or just exclusive? Do you think?
1: Hmm. I, 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 I would hope not. Mm. Qu- quite, I think um, to just, uh, I, I always think of the Pharisees in the stories of mm. Jesus mm. And, and we've always got to remember that they thought they were right. Mm. And they, they didn't think they were the legalistic religious people. Yeah, they true. thought they saw themselves as the protectors of the true faith. Yeah, the Apostle Paul, he was you know yeah. adamant that he was doing the right thing. Yeah, so I think it's very easy to throw stones at other people and say, "Oh, you have you're being legalistic," when when it comes to that kind of thing, we do need to take a long, hard look mm. at ourselves. And very often, it, it for me, it comes down to the heart and the spirit yes. out of which you're acting, and you can actually go about the exact same activity or say the exact same thing, but out of a different heart and motivation mm. and spirit. And one is good and right yeah. and, uh, and righteous mm. and the other is legalistic yeah. and religious in nature. So it's not for me, it's not always about exactly what you do, mm. but uh, why you do it yeah. and what's motivating it, what's driving it and what's energizing it mm. for you. So, I would, I would. My prayer Mm. uh, is that it would not be that this would not be a legalistic thing, but uh, would come out of a conviction Mm. because of uh, we have a mission and a purpose that is worth sacrificing Mm. for and and giving our lives to and our careers to, and in order to be able to see that purpose outworked and um, to happen, we need alignment in our leadership towards that.
0: And I think in that, like. I mean, even hearing you, like, which is so honest, you know, talking about that. But I think because what you're looking for is someone who is dynamic. It's not just someone who fits. Like, I think if it was legalistic, it was like, you just have to fit this, you know, set of 10 criteria and yeah. do this. Yeah. But there's a dynamic element to this that goes, we want you to align with the heart, but there's this freedom to take it further, yeah. uh, you know, to, to improvise on that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not just just do this it's oh no no you've got the right heart so we you have the freedom to run forward with that
1: yeah and it's what comes from the overflow of the heart mm. and, and that's that's what we that's what we want for all of yeah. our teams and people in an English lesson with with the Year 9 students just this week and we watched a performance by a company that came through who did a performance of Romeo and Juliet, typical Year 9 kind of lesson. At the end of it, they were debriefing Hmm. the story of Romeo and Juliet and they talked about how uh, they were talking about, and it was fascinating, they were talking about how the, the story, it's a tragedy, but then when you look at the story, Who's the villain? Who's the bad person mm. in this? And you can argue probably any one of the characters yeah. is, is a villain in one way. But then what we came to in that discussion was that really there's no villain. Mm, there's, no, no. there's no evil person in that. And one of our students made the statement. He said, I actually think it's that every single person has a fatal flaw, mm. every single character, and uh, they're all just trying to live their lives. But the culminating effect of those fatal flaws mm is a tragedy and a tragic ending and and as i'm as i'm listening to that i for me because it just aligns with my heart and spirit and what i believe about the world and Mm. about about life to me there's just this amazing alignment Mm. of that story which is it's a story that's sustained through generation generation why because it's it's the human experience isn't it and to me there's a there's the gospel message straight yep. away there's an opportunity within with a with a Shakespeare performance of Romeo and Juliet that says you know what this yes every character had a fatal flaw mm. and it ended in tragedy mm. and it took the sacrifice yeah. of innocent people at the end for everyone to to yeah. see that well that's that, that that's that's a, that's a that's you know that's a metaphor <laughs> that's that's for the for the gospel mm. all of us have this fatal flaw It's... It's called sin. Mm. It outworks differently in all of us, but we all fall short that we're all trying to do our best. Mm. But uh, I remember someone from the Centre for Public Christianity, Smart. Simon Smart. Simon Smart. And I remember him talking about how he talks to people about the issue of sin. Yes. And he said that sin is how you talk to someone who's not of faith. It's not, oh, I did a bad thing. I did a sin. It's something we commit. It's that sin... Is is a, is a pro, it's the human propensity yes. for us to mess things up, mm. and so I I had the opportunity just to talk with it's the so Year Nine you. class about how actually we see the human propensity to mess things up mm. outworked in this play. It's actually the human experience we can actually see that in our lives, mm. and there was a short term solution that took a sacrifice yeah. at the end here, and actually there's in the global picture mm. of the world and humanity and God, Jesus made us ultimate sacrifice to deal with our propensity as humans to mess things up, mm. to deal with the sin nature. Uh, now, I've unpacked, I've Do told it. you pretty much everything I said, but my point is, I didn't, I didn't prepare that.
0: No.
1: Um, th- th- honestly, that just comes out of uh, who I am mm. and what I know to be true in God. I don't know how you teach. To be honest, I don't know how you can teach someone to to do that, mm. to find those links, and yeah. to speak speak from the heart in those areas unless it's real to them. Mm. So again, alignment of vision and mission, purpose and mm. faith, uh, uh, it's absolutely critical for the organisation and for the school. Oh, yeah. But. For the person to yeah. be in in the right place
0: mm. on the I right mean, on the right bus, even down to job satisfaction. Oh, you know, like yeah. just as simple as that. I, I think that that's such a that's the the whole idea of being aligned in that. It, you know, when you're doing when you're doing work that you know your heart is behind, mm. there's something so richly satisfying in that. But I think as an educator, it actually means that your students. Uh, their learning will be increased. It know, will be you know, yes. increases student outcomes because you are passionate about what you're doing. You have a deeper level of understanding and passion behind what you're doing. More than I mean, you can give you could give people those words. You could write that down and say next year when you teach Romeo and Juliet, you know, make sure you rattle off these three things. But I don't think the students would pick that up. I think that, that would be more the legalistic approach yeah. other than someone saying, oh, no, I actually can see this link here. I can see this. You know, you can understand how these things fit together and bring it out, bring it to life yeah. for the students. Yeah, absolutely. So we need the
1: right people Mm. in the right place in the right positions with the right values the right purpose uh, and that's the challenge that Mm. we have in in our Christian schools is finding those people it's not it's not always easy to find those people Mm. and sometimes we need to make those people, yes. and that's a work in progress.
0: And I think in that, it's also that reminder for us to keep becoming those people. And become those people, You know, people, that for yeah. the people who are already in Christian schools, and for you and I, it's that daily reminder of, this is who I am becoming. I'm not simply doing a job, but this is the person I'm becoming, you know, more like Jesus every yeah. single day. Yeah, absolutely. So, and uh, it's senior school lunchtime. Got kids the noise has started outside. The noise started, you know, so I guess... Uh, that's, guess that's it, it for today. That's
1: it for today. Have a great day. Thanks School for podcast. joining
0: us. We'll see you soon. Bye.
1: It's good. It's not bad.